All right, first up today is Sister Esther Mary Nichols. She's a member of the Religious Sisters of Mercy of Alma. She's on the Board of Directors for Catholic Rural Life as well. We've had Jim Ennis on a few times on the program to talk about that. Uh, she serves with also Bishop Gruss in the Diocese of Saginaw, Michigan, to assist in evangelization to rural communities. She's the Director of Office of Christian Worship for the Archdiocese of Detroit. And, as if that weren't enough, she also assists with faith formation at the Cathedral of Mary of the Assumption in Saginaw. Sister Nickel, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Thank you for your kind welcome. Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like a little bit of a, a mouthful, Patrick. But yes, you know, when we love the Lord, we give ourselves completely. And, you know, the amazing thing is He never lets us down. He loves us and gives us all the graces we need to uh, accompany us on our journey to heaven, to be with Him. So that's, that's uh, quite a... I'm I'm sorry, Patrick. Are you going to ask me more questions? <laughs> Give me a little intro, by you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No. I, well, I love that uh, you're exactly right. Of course. Yeah. And it does. It seems like it seems like uh, you don't have any spare time at all. But like you say, when the Lord fuels the fire, that fire is going to burn very brightly, right? Well, it is, and I think that 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 then brings us to the topic of the conference of faith and culture for. Uh, February 9th, and I think that it's a beautiful topic and a real privilege and honor to speak about it, because we're talking about the priesthood, the priesthood right. of those who are baptized, all of us, and, and then also the priesthood of those who are called in a particular way to serve all of us by their vocation to the ordained ministerial priesthood. So what we need to first begin with, and that's what we'll talk about in, in our conference, is that as all of us are made in the image and likeness of God, and all yep. of us recognize our limitations and our need to be redeemed, that God was so kind and generous to send us His Son, Jesus, hmm. so that we could participate in His life. How? By also recognizing how He was a priest, prophet, and king, for each of us. And so we're baptized into his life, and as he came to redeem us and invite us to share his life, we need to also think of how he was a priest and a prophet and a king. And so let's start first with how he was a priest. First, in the first place, prayer. And I loved what the introduction to this segment was about our need for prayer and our consideration for prayer during the upcoming season of Lent. Sure. So we take to consideration his prayer, his prayer to his Father, the fact that he's the, our mediator to the Father, so the me, one mediator between God and man, that a priest offers sacrifices in atonement for sin, and his great sacrifice for our redemption was, of course, his passion and death, and then the hope he gave us with his resurrection for the hope he gave us for eternal life with his resurrection. The other, then, let's look at prophet. He was the fulfillment of all prophecies. And the fact mm -hmm. that he includes us in sharing this gift of prophecy through our baptism is, is important for us to recognize how he teaches us about his Father, continues to teach us about his Father, so that we can teach others about him and about his father in our work of, of evangelization. And then how about king? So in a, when we're baptized, we receive the gift of participating in his priesthood, his, his role, his 
salvific role as prophet, but also king. And so what is the kingship of Christ? Of course, it is as Messiah, as inviting us into the kingdom, the fullness of the kingdom of God, which we participate now in a particular way, but not in its fullness. But when we think of king, we often think of someone who's a ruler. But we need to also consider what kind of ruler. And the kingship of Christ is one of authority that authors life, and authors life within each of us. And so now if we move into our own baptismal priesthood, let's take a look at how we participate in his life as priests, prophet, and king. Sure, So as yeah. priests, we're called to prayer. So, you know, our first, first you know, with, with, um, with our, our Mary, our Blessed Mother, at the foot of the cross, and with St. John, the beloved disciples, we're called to prayer at the foot of the cross in both joyful times, but also then in difficult times. We need to pray for one another, and surely we need to ask the Lord to help us to pray in the, in the way that will bring us closer into a deeper encounter with Him. So, But then we're also, in our participation in the priesthood as a baptized, we're, off, we're also called to... Um, participate in, in offering and in sacrifice. Hmm. And in this way, we participate more deeply in his Paschal mystery. So if we can look to him in his Paschal mystery and look at our day, and as we prepare for Lent, our time of sacrifice is not something of, um, oh, begrudging, but it should be one that brings us into a joyful, if I can be so bold as to say that, a joyful participation of our offering in participation with with his offering so that what are we about? We're about the salvation of our soul and the souls of others. We don't know how the Lord how God uses our offering, but we can offer for others and for our own salvation. So in that way, okay, so priest, how about prophet? I spoke a little bit about that, but we bring the prophecy of Jesus to others, and but we always have to be looking to him to give us the words to speak of him to others in a way that will touch their hearts. Let me use it a little example. So you gave that little list of all the, of the things I'm doing right now, but one of the great joys in my life was to be able to teach seminarians in Denver for mm. a number of years. Yeah. And before I taught a class, Patrick, what I would do is we had a little stone at, at, in the building where we had our classrooms. I would always put my hand on that stone because it was from the Basilica of St. Peter's in Rome. Oh, and I would yeah. say a prayer, Dear Lord, please keep me out of your way. Don't let <laughs> me be an obstacle to what you want to teach these good young men about how you're calling them to participate in your priesthood as ordained ministers to the priesthood. Hmm. And so I think when we pray, you know, when I pray, I often use that as an example to myself, to say, Lord, help me stay out of your way as I come into a new relationship, into a new, uh, a new way of accompanying someone who's suffering. Um, and, and so those are, those are the things that, that I think that in, in terms of prophecy, we have to say, Lord, how do you want me to be? And then participation in the kingship of the Lord, well, what we need to do is, is bring about 
his life to others. You know, so again, to encourage others to encounter Jesus and to have a deep relationship with him. So in terms of our baptism, I think we can't speak enough about how, how baptism is such a gift to us that every day we have to thank our Lord for this, the grace of this great gift. Now, how about, you know, which we'll talk about in a particular way, also the ministerial or ordained priesthood. Sure, yeah, yeah, right. Let's focus okay. on both and, and uh, similarities and, any, and, of course, there are differences, but any similarities there, Sister? The similarities are that we're all called to serve one another. Sure. And I think that in, in light of that, this is where we have to, it's almost like the new evangel, the evangelization we need is to let one another know that, that we're yeah. called to communion and collaboration. Because I, I, I've, um, in different places that I'm working right now, we're talking a lot about breaking down silos. And I think, well, yes, we need to break down silos because silos are, are, um, really a, a quite a protective mechanism where we we don't come into contact with the, one another. We just stand and talk, but not mm. necessarily engage. Do you know what I mean by that? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so, when we're talking about the priesthood of the baptized and the priesthood of the ministerial ordained priest, we have to come into relationship with one another because we're all serving the Church and our Lord together. And so there are similarities in that we're all baptized, so those who are called to service in the ordained priesthood are first baptized. They're chosen by the Lord to serve Him in a particular way so that we can receive the sacraments. He left, he left us the Church, and to, to gain eternal life with Him, we also need to engage with the Church and take advantage of the many graces that are offered to us through the sacraments. Mm. So we need our priests in order to bring us the sacraments and to serve us as the representative of Jesus who brings us the gifts of eternal life. I do have a, a clarifying question for you, Sister, because okay. I, I know that the, the ordained priesthood is different, not just in degree, but also in kind from the from the baptized priesthood, the priesthood right. of baptized. Um, and, uh, and of course, respecting and honoring that and everything. But you did mention, and of course, this is true of, uh, as I understand it, just the baseline definition of a priest uh, outside of Christianity, outside of Catholicism, you know, even pagan priests of old and everything is that a priest offers sacrifice. Right. Now you were you were talking about that in terms of the baptized priesthood. I'm I'm just uh, and and partaking in the the one true priesthood of Christ through, through our baptism. I'm just wondering if you can go into a little bit more depth about what you mean in uh, what that means for lay people when it comes to uh, sacrificing. You said we can give. What exactly are we called to give? Well, surely we're called to give our life and, and, and to ask the Lord to help us, but let's, let's switch, because we're talking about the ordained priesthood as well, to the holy sacrifice of the Mass, through which we received, we received Jesus himself in the Eucharist. And when the priest is offering on our behalf, and we're participating in that offering, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, there's a particular pray, part of the Eucharistic prayer that, that, that is very, very clear, that we're in the priestess, we, we offer, let me see if I can find, the sacrifice 
or they offer it for themselves right. and for those who are dear to them. Right. And so when we're attentive to that language of the, of the Eucharistic prayer, which is, is a little more hidden in, in other uh, Eucharistic prayer, other, other, other Eucharistic prayers, what we're seeing is that the priest acting in the person of Christ the head, the ordained priest, mm-hmm. is acting in the person of Jesus. And he's acting in the person of Jesus in such a way that we're all drawn into a deep participation in the Paschal Mystery of Christ. Hmm. And so as Christ offered himself as priest and victim on the cross for our salvation, we're called to participate in in this reality, which is outside of time. Hmm. So often we, we think of time, we think of space and time, and we don't recognize that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, that the wedding feast of the Lamb is going on without end, mm. and we have this wonderful opportunity to just have a glimpse and touch and participate in that sacrifice through the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And I think that the, there are differences but there are similarities in the priesthood of the baptized and the priest, the ordained priesthood. Mm-hmm. And without the ordained priesthood, we would not be able to participate in this wondrous gift of wow. the offering of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. So That's when right. we engage and when we're attentive, we receive the graces as if we were standing with the Lord as He breathed His last his great act of mercy for our salvation. Hmm. So um, does that answer your question? Yeah, I love it. I love it. And (laughs) believe it or not, sister, I'm in that. I mean, it just seems, feels like we can keep, we can keep going, but unfortunately we've actually reached the end of our time together already, but this is great uh, impetus for those who are listening to go to archspm.org slash synod. And once the presentation has been given, it will be posted there. A link to it will be posted at that website. But uh, Sister Esther Mary Nickel, we're grateful for all the work that you do. And we're especially grateful that you took the time to be with us here on Practicing Catholic today. Thank you so much for joining us, and God bless you. Okay, God bless you too. Thank you so much, Patrick. All right. Again, that is archspm.org slash synod. Check that out, uh, and there are videos from the past. All the Faith and Culture series will be posted there uh, as they take place. All right, let's head into our first break, and when we come back, we've got an interview with Susanna Spencer talking talking to us about the Blessed Is She Lenten devotional. That's what's coming up next. Stay with us. 